Welcome back to the VSP. That's the Video Selling Podcast. I am One Mob Rob. I'm here with my co-host, Kyle Patel. We have a really great episode for you today. We've got one of our favorite sports customers, the Stockton Kings, and the VP of Business Operations there, Dustin Toms. And he let us have a really great episode. Uh, Kyle, you want to fill us in on anything that uh, he talked about before we let him in here? Yeah, I don't want to give anything away, folks, but this is a really awesome episode. If you're, you know, in the sports biz um, or just in selling in general, I mean, any role that you're in where you're thinking about using video or you already are, I think you'll benefit from this episode. Um, he tells us some really cool stories. He's been a customer of ours and a, and a user of OneMob for probably four or five years now. So a tremendous amount of experience with video, uh, seated at a few different organizations, and he even tells me tells us a story that i didn't know about how one of the features that we built in one mob actually originated um uh, from the king's team uh, and he, he kind of gives us some insight into how that started so really fun episode really looking forward to it and uh without further ado let's jump right in all right folks well we have dustin here Dustin Toms from the Stockton Kings. Dustin, say what's up to the folks. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Kyle, Rob, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Awesome, man. Great to have you. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm really curious, Dustin, because we haven't really caught up in a, in a long time. Um, and, and we've been working together for years now, probably like a little over three years, maybe four, I want to say. Yeah, um, I think like, we're, we're getting close to four. Yeah, man. You know, we're, we're hitting anniversaries, right? Um, but <laughs> what, what, what I'm curious about is, you know, like, how, how did you get to where you are now? Because you're, you're the vice president of business operations, Stockton Kings, you know, r relatively kind of new league, new look, if you will. Um, like, what's that journey been like for you? Like, how did you kind of, you know, start at the Kings and, and move your way around? <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, it's been it's been a wild ride. And honestly, anyone in the sports industry who you've seen able to help grow their careers, it, it's always a wild ride. You know, I started in baseball, did a lot of public relations, digital media, content type of work. And I also sold and that's really where I, I found my passion. Um, and, and that's what really led me down here into to Northern California to Sacramento and now Stockton. Uh, with the Kings was to come down here and help help open up that brand new arena, the Golden One Center, uh, yeah. to sell that thing and, and really give like this entire region an opportunity to, to experience really the best arena that we have out here in the world. Um, that was an easy decision for me and, and really, and I'll, I tell this to my team all the time and, and anyone trying to break into this industry, if you control what you can control and come in and work harder than your neighbor and your friends, no matter what, you're, you're going to be able to find opportunities to grow and develop into whatever type of realm you want to. And that's what, that's what I did. You know, I talked to my, my mentors and my managers, and they would always tell me, just keep working harder. Be better tomorrow than you were today, regardless of how good or bad it was. And things are going to happen when you least expect it. And, and it's been completely true. Um, so one thing led to another after Sacramento, you know, finding a lot of success using, using one mob, of course, uh, was able to start working with our G League franchise in Reno. And next thing you knew, it was relocating to Stockton and being able to oversee uh, really a franchise relocating and, and building something from the ground up was 
was a little bit of a dream come true. And, and one of those dreams that you don't really realize you have until you're, you're living it. So it's been, it's been a wild ride. Uh, I don't think I would change it for, for the world. And I'm, I'm excited to see what comes next. That's awesome, man. And, you know, really proud that we could be even a little small part of that. Um, so yeah, we're gonna have a really fun, I think, talking, reminiscing and, you know, sharing some of those experiences as it relates to video, right? We're on the video selling podcast here. So we're really interested in hearing from you, given, you know, your, your use of video over the last few years. Like, did you use video before one mob, by the way, at all? Like in any, you mentioned content, you had a little hand in content at some of those baseball teams, I think. Did you use video at all before one mob? Uh, so not the way I do now. Um, I've always had a passion just for broadcast in general. That's what I went to school for. Uh, so anytime I had an opportunity to create something that was simply just cool, I would find a way to do it. Um, so I would take, I mean, I would just take videos on my phone, share them on social media. Again, nothing, nothing towards the capabilities of what you can do with one mob. Um, but I think that's really what started helping me understand why video is so much more engaging than, than just text. And that, that's where we started to really shift our, our strategy back then when I was in baseball to try and use more imagery and video because that's what we noticed people wanted to see. That's how we saw people interacting. But I mean, at that time, little did I know, it was really the key to, to unlocking so many more sales. Um, so obviously going into Sacramento with this, it just kind of blew my world open. I love that. And, you know, I think about when I first kind of moved to San Francisco from Chicago, uh, you know, to be part of the kind of that tech community. One of the things I heard when I started learning about more enterprise companies, you know, enterprise SaaS companies, especially, was that these consumer trends generally lead the business trends a lot of the times. And some of those just lag right behind it. And I think video is one of those perfect examples of that, where like, you saw it just all around you. Um, and, and, and then it started to creep into just how we do business. Right. Um, and it came oh, from the, right. Like our social world, right? Like that's when Instagram yeah. and Snapchat and these guys started popping up. That's when one mob popped up plug. Um, <laughs> so it was fun. um but, uh, that, that's when it all kind of happened. Right. Um, so I, I love that you noticed that as well, just on like, uh, from your own career and then, and then as a way to kind of help the team with that as well. And saw it that early. Um, from a business sense uh, is really cool. So then did you start using, like before OneMob came to the Kings, were you guys using video at the Kings at all from a sales perspective? So there, like, yes and no. Um, some, some representatives would take their own video and, and use it. Uh, it was before my time with them. So I'm not sure what the exact success was, but organizationally, you know, the Kings are always looking for ways to use technology to not just grow their business, but to grow their brand as well. And, and when, when one mob yeah. became an opportunity for us, I mean, it was a really quick and easy decision, you know, adding on to all these other tech tools that we were already currently using. This was something that just took it to a whole new level. Um, and once we got that, you saw every rep taking selfie videos, walking into the arena bowl, showing different seat locations, you name it. But what was really exciting and where I, I think I found my footing with it was when we started understanding how to use a green screen behind it. Okay, so I, mentioned, I wanted to talk okay. to you about that. Yes, <laughs> okay, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that was on my list of like things I want to ask Dustin. Okay, let me set the backstory here for, for, for everyone listening is that we didn't have green screen when we started working with you guys, with the Kings. 
And you actually, right. Kings actually asked us to go green screen into our app, right? You were the first one to tell yeah. us, like, we want to do green. And you were doing it with, I can't remember the other app that it was, but you were already just doing it and then uploading the videos to one mom. And yep. I want to know, how did that start? Like, how did the green screen thing just, did it just pop up? Somebody just did it and got a green screen and did it? Like, how did it start at the Kings? That kind of sparked it for us. Right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, really, you know, all that credit goes to, to our good friend, Phil Horn. Um, he's the one who really drove the tech culture into our sales culture. And he pushed us to always try and be creative in ways to engage with our clients. And the videos obviously were fun and entertaining, but there, again, it wasn't adopted early on because a lot of people just didn't want to take a selfie, you know, like they didn't, they just didn't want yeah. to. Well, one yeah. day we all, we all show up to work one day and we have this, email sitting in our inbox it's a one mob from phil and it's him with all these images behind him showing golden one center kings players you name it and basically that's how he introduced the green screen opportunity so i Amazing. saw that and i was already loving the the video element so i just started trying different things um we got it right at the time when we un unleashed our brand new sacramento kings logos and brand so I thought it was a good opportunity to just jump in right away and, and use it to show off the brand. So, I mean, I, I did everything from, you know, I, I made myself a fake sports center anchor to fulfill my lifelong dream. I was able to sit down and have a, you know, a talk show with myself. I basically filmed two videos where I was talking with myself. Like there's, there's just so many opportunities that you can do because the sky's the limit. You know, if you think of some stupid, crazy idea, I encourage you to do it because it's probably going to work better than just a video saying, Hey, what's going on? It's, it's a matter of what you're doing. That's, that's different. Something that's going to set yourself apart. Right. I mean, that's why yeah. you use video in the first yeah. place because yeah, you get exactly. so many emails, you get so many voicemails, but for us, you know, working on a sales team of 60 in Sacramento, if we're all using video, everybody's getting a video now, right? So rather than separating yourself from an email, I had to figure out how can I separate myself from some of these other videos that everyone around town has seen? What can I do to get a higher engagement rate? So I, I, I stepped out of my comfort zone and, you know, I just changed who I was in front of that camera. And I mean, really at the end of the day, I, I had more fun doing that. And the fact that it helped lead to sales was even better. I love that story, Dustin. I have a, I have a similar story. Uh, you know, when I first started, it was the same way, jumping out of the comfort zone. I was more of a behind the scenes kind of guy. So, uh, <laughs> okay. that's pretty funny. Um, you know, I, I have some hard hitting questions. Do you know, do you remember the first video you made? Um, the first video I made? Yes, I do. Um, it was one of those boring selfie videos in Sleep Train <laughs> Arena. And I was, I, I mean, I can't remember who it was, uh, but we had an event that night and I was sending a video to the five guests that I had coming out, basically just introducing myself. That way they knew, I mean, they already knew my name, they knew my voice, but they didn't know what I looked like unless they, you know, Facebook stalked me or something, which probably happens really more is. often than not. Yeah, but, um, but you want them to be able to walk into the event looking for you, right? They want, if they walk in and they recognize you, they, they feel so much more comfortable. It's a personal relationship rather than a client to, to prospect relationship. And yeah, I mean, that was, that was the very first time I used it. I had no idea how much it was really going to become a part of my day to day. Yeah, it's funny because that first video, you're always a little stiff on, and then you start to kind of get, you know, what you can do with it, you know, the sense of it. 
and then you start to get really creative with it. And that's a really good point about, um, especially for the sports industry, you know, that face with the name because you're inviting these people to come out to these events where there's thousands of people there, and you're that familiar face. They're going to know what you look like. Um, so it just totally. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, totally, oh, yeah. man. And, I was just Go ahead, say, there's Dustin. nothing I love more than being at an event and having somebody walk in and immediately they're just like, oh, I'm here to see, I'm here to see Evan or I'm here to see Alyssa. Where are they at? Because to me, that shows me that the reps are doing their job, right? They're using the tool the right way. They're using it to engage and they're using it to build that relationship, even though they haven't sat down face to face. I mean, that's the powerful part of video, right? You could have a face-to-face -face meeting on their time and you don't even have to be there. I mean, you tell yeah. that to any sales director yeah. in the world, they're going to jump on that in a heartbeat. It's, it's like a teleporter, essentially, right? Like you get to go to them and, and, and stand there and pitch, right? Like, so Absolutely. I have a question though, that first video that you mentioned, Dustin, right? That one where you just put yeah. your face out there, selfie style, hey, come to the event, or I'm going to see you at the event tonight. Was that a successful video? Like, did they watch it and come to the event? They're like, hey, Dustin, you know, we already saw you. We know who you are. How did that, did that work out? It worked for half of them. And hey, 50% is if I get 50%, I'm all for it. Yeah. But dude, that's what I'm saying. That's what I love, right? Is that even on that first attempt, like if you're out there listening and you just sometimes go to face-to-face -face meetings, I think that was an awesome nugget is that just putting your face out there before you end up showing your actual face anyways, right? Like you shouldn't be scared of video at that point. You're going to meet them in person, right? So oh, like totally. just doing that basic intro and then when you walk in, like I always get like video guy or there's the one mom guy. Like I get that when I walk in, if I send a video before I go right. on site somewhere, like I get that. And I love it because it already like breaks the ice and people have already seen me. And, um, I love that. So if, yeah, if you're listening, like, I think that was a great nugget. Um, just, you know, yeah. introduce yourself before you're there. And it, it's almost like you've already met. Oh, totally. And, and the, the coolest thing, I mean, it, you can amplify that video, you know what I mean? So, so obviously when, when you do send this video out to your, your clients or your prospects, whomever it is, or even your current members, you know, when they're clicking on it, you know, when they're watching it, you know, how long they're watching it. And then when you forward it, you can see who they're forwarding it to. Um, I, have a, yeah. I have a really cool story about this. One of, my, one of our old reps, uh, Nick, he created a video that was sent to the old CEO of one of the businesses that we worked with. Well, that CEO happened to randomly be the sister of Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner. And <laughs> next thing he knew, he was, he was getting blown up in his emails with notifications of all these people watching this video in New York when he obviously didn't send it to New York. So like, my rep's sitting there and he's fired up because Adam Silver's watching his video and he had no idea. You just, you have no idea where that's going to get sent out to. There was another you, story where, uh, and you, do you know, for you, sure you know Andrew, Adam Silver? I don't know for sure, but I mean this, there were a hundred plus views there. It that's had to have made amazing. it around. To some that's point, so amazing. Right. Though. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's, there's so many other stories too. I mean, think of, you know, our good friend, Andrew in Sacramento, he once sent uh, a hype video right before one of his meetings with, with another decision maker. Well, it turned out this decision maker's daughter was, or I don't remember what the connection was, but it might've been the decision maker's daughter was married to somebody who worked for one mob. And that, I mean, that instantly just got him fired up because he saw this new startup company being used by such a known brand. I mean, he, I mean, he, obviously he became a, a member with us and, and again, just another really cool story. You don't know, how this video is going to engage when you send it, but 
you can really guarantee it's going to engage them better than anything else you do. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Do you have any amazing stories to tell us about commissioners? You and one mob video? I know, right? You get gold nuggets. Those are my thoughts, too, man. <laughs> so let me ask you, Dustin. So you, you moved over to the Stockton Kings, and you know, you're in this leadership role now. How do you promote video? When you have people that are new to video, it's not always the first thing that they're super excited to do. But how do you, you know, get them on board? Do you kind of show them the results that they can get? Um, do you kind of force it on them? Like, what's the tactic? Yeah, you know, I mean, that, that's the hard part, right, is, is getting everyone to, to adopt it. Uh, you know, we've, we've really almost turned it into a part of our recruiting process where we, we lay it out on front, like, hey, this is expected of you. You're going to have to make videos. Because there, there are. There are a lot of people that are uncomfortable on camera. And, you know, I mean, to, to each their own. There's nothing wrong with that. But for us, it is such an integral piece of our process, and, and it engages people so much better. It, it really is, I mean, ev everything but a requirement. Um, you know, we, we walk them through training as soon as they start, we get them making videos, you know, by themselves at first, then we'll have a rep go in. And then once they, once they get a little more comfortable, you know, our sales leadership will kind of walk in and walk them through different techniques and whatnot. You know, we don't, we don't ask them to go too crazy at first. You know, we don't have them jump into the green screen and creating all these insane backgrounds and videos. We want them just to get comfortable with what they're saying, comfortable being on camera and comfortable understanding how it's going to work. And, and once they get to that point, that's when you see them starting to ask questions, right? Where, hey, what else did you do in video? Or what, what more can I do here? That's when you know you've got somebody who's, who's really excited to, to dig a little bit deeper. Um, the, the interesting part about it is, you know, obviously we've found a ton of success using this tool, but a lot of people, they just want to know, hey, like, what's the ROI? Like, if I make a video, is it going to help me sell? And yeah, it'll help you, but it's not going to guarantee it. You know, this video is going to just be your engagement tool. You know, that email they won't re respond to. You know, even LinkedIn messages are starting to get a little saturated where they may not respond to. But this video is so different, right? We talked about the green screen earlier. Um, you know, another guy out in Sacramento, Trevor, he started putting company logos on the green screen. So when people would open up their emails, you got this random person you've never seen in your life <laughs> representing your brand. You know what I mean? So you got, yeah. we, we got people setting meetings with us simply because of that. You know, I mean, there, there are so many ways to engage, but this is something that really takes it up, you know, three, four, five more levels that's going to help you get what you want. Um, and just to see everyone adopt it, you know, obviously it's a, it's a challenge, but one success story leads to two and then two leads to three and then three leads to 10. And the next thing you know, you have everyone at least trying it. And, and that's what we're, what we're shooting for. Yeah. Uh, I think a little bit of that taste of success can go a long way. Just based on what you were telling us about what you've done with making videos. Uh, you know, it sounds like you were starting to have fun with it. You know, you did like the sports center sports anchor. Type oh, thing. I'm guilty of doing that too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love it, man. It's, it's fun. You know, yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, really, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I, I feel pretty grateful for it because that was my dream, right? Was to be a broadcaster, to be a producer, to do all of that. You know, I mean, I love where I ended up. I mean, I'm still in sports day in and day out, but I, I was able to find a way to take this, this hobby and passion of mine and apply it to my day to day. 
Um, and then something else, Kyle and Rob, I, I, I haven't told you guys this and I will send it to you afterwards, but I have um, actually kind of created my own little mini green screen studio at home. And I create a weekly news update to send out to my fantasy football league using all of these <laughs> techniques that I've learned. That's amazing. And I mean, I, we have a private Facebook page. I mean, my, my friends, I mean, they die. I mean, it's, it's one of the, I mean, really we, I mean, it's 12 guys, you know, we probably invest more time than we need to in this league, but, but it's fun. You know what I mean? And it, it, to, to turn us into this real fake league using video has been, has been a blast to be able to take that home. Are you a YouTuber now? <laughs> Do we, much, yeah. Right? Let me subscribe to <laughs> this. I would subscribe, Dustin. If you start a YouTube channel, I'll subscribe. I got. Uh, I do have a YouTube channel out there somewhere with all with some of my one mod videos. I'll send you because I have to figure out another way to show some people. So uh, yeah, there there is one. I just don't. I don't use it all the time. Uh, we'll find it. <laughs> uh, hey, I had a question though, uh, or just kind of an observation. Was I? I, I love that what you mentioned about just how you. Um, have made it part of the culture at the Stockton Kings video, specific, you know, more generally than even one mob, is that it's baked into that recruiting process. And I've seen those pages and I think that's awesome. Like people, I think even, you know, are encouraged to like record a video back, right, during the recruiting process. So they're seeing videos so early on that it, like you said, it's everything but a requirement, right? That like, hey, this is how we operate. This is how we do business. Video is part of what we do. Like, you know, and I think that helps so much when with just that kind of fear thing, right? Because like it's scary making a cold call too, right? But that doesn't stop you from doing a cold call, right? Like you still have to do that call. Um, and so I think if you have that mentality as an organization, as it relates to video, that this is just something that we do. It works. It's been proven. We're not here to prove if video works, right? Like we know yeah. it works. And this yep. is what we do. And I love that you said that. Yeah, you know, Kyle, you um, you should go look back through all of your all of your old sales calls. Um, I'm convinced the reason I was able to get hired by the Kings was because my follow up after my interview was a one mop video. Um, I used to work for a baseball team, the Spokane Indians, and I opened I up a trial one mop account just to send a thank you <laughs> video to the sales leadership team. Um, yep. So that's that's just a cool little tidbit. I, I love that. I love. We go way back, Justin. We go way back. <laughs> we go way back. Right? Yeah. Um, awesome. Okay. Well, you know, this has been really awesome. We want to kind of get to our also rapid fire questions with you, because um, we know your time is valuable too. You've given up, given it to us today. So let me get into some kind of just quick rapid fire questions with you, um, and, and okay. I'll trade off with Rob here. But. Um, how did you, like when you first think about your first video, first video, even that selfie one, and I know you wanted to be a broadcaster, so you might not have had this, but did you have a fear getting on that video? Actually, maybe even before the one mom, but like first time you got yourself on video, were you scared? How did you get over it? Oh, not, not at all. Uh, my, my PR experience prior, I, I was on TV, I was on the news. So like I had some experience being in front of the camera. So, I mean, I, I just jumped right in. No fear. No fear. I think that's the consensus <laughs> of everyone we've had on this podcast. We, so we got to get some people on who have fear fearless Rob, to answer that question. Mob, right? <laughs> that's funny. Um, that, that, that's really good. So I, I have a question. It doesn't have to be, you know, video related answer or anything like that. Um, you know, thinking back of uh, to when you were starting your career, 
What was one thing you wish you knew, or maybe one, maybe I'll rephrase as, you know, one piece of advice that you would give someone that is just kind of starting out uh, on the same type of sports uh, career path that you're on? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, at first for someone that's just starting out, you know, I mean, who knows what type of role you're in, but the, the common, the common denominator is if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. Um, you're, you're supposed to feel uncomfortable. Your heart rate's supposed to start speeding up a little bit because if it's not, that means you're not trying something new for the very first time. So I would tell anyone out there who wants to break into this industry, get comfortable being uncomfortable. You're going to be put into those situations more often than not. And at the end of the day, none of them are scary. You're going to end up a better person, a better professional, and, and that's how you're going to help grow your career. Yeah, that's a great answer. I actually used to interview people a lot and I would always bring that up. You have to be comfortable being uncomfortable in this role and you can kind of see their reaction on that. Of course, video interviews so I can see their reaction. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think if you have them in you're right right like if you're right. being un uncomfortable you're not trying new things like you know nothing is going to change right like nope. nothing changes yeah. when you don't change so um i love that um all right man final final question for you dustin if we could give you if you all could right. have one superpower right and, and it doesn't have to be an existing one even okay uh, one superpower wow you know, I feel like everyone would choose flying, but teleportation, man, imagine how easy it would be to do like everything. I could go travel the world, won't have to buy plane tickets. I'm, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with teleportation. Wow. I love it. I love do you have that, that one before? We've had a travel? couple flies, but that like kind of, you don't have to fly anywhere if you can teleport. No. Blew my mind. Right? <laughs> yeah, your, your, hair's, your hair's still looking good too at the end of it. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love that. I love well, that. Beam me up, Scotty. Thank you so much right. for joining us today. I know you got to run, uh, and we're getting close here to our weekend. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, anything you want to plug before we kind of sign off here? Um, no, just, uh, you know, Kyle, Rob, I, I appreciate you you taking the time and having me on. Uh, you know, OneMob uh, as a tool has been awesome to use. And, and on top of that, like, just working with the two of you. Obviously, for those listening, you can tell we're homies and not just clients with one another. Um, so you're not able to just unlock a, a whole new sales world, but you're also able to, to build some friendships throughout the tool as well. So uh, I'm excited to keep using it and find new and more creative ways. And hopefully you get more adopters so they can figure out how to do it even better than we are. Awesome, Dustin. Thanks so much for saying that. And, you know, we feel the same way. Uh, so it, 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 love back to you. So thanks for being on, man. We really appreciate it taking the time. You know, wish everyone in Stockton and Sacramento well for us. And um, you know, we'll we'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds good. Have a great one, guys. All right, thanks, All right. thanks Dustin. Bye, everybody.